Good afternoon, good day, or good evening, my beloved brothers and sisters, and as well, all of the listeners that have taken time to listen to the audio, where we will be reflecting upon once more the parables of the Lord, the parable, where we have been delighting in these parables for it is the way in which our Lord used to teach his doctrine, to teach regarding the kingdom of heaven. So how beautiful and glorious it is for the parables, figurative or illustrations, symbolisms, the way in which the Lord used for his listeners, those that had a willing heart for God to understand those that were rebellious, stubborn, or unbelieving, they did not comprehend. Surely they did not deserve to understand so easily. They had to struggle, willing for our Lord. This is how today, let us open in Matthew chapter 25, a parable that speaks of the ten virgins. The Lord teaching to his apostles and the people that listened, teaching regarding fidelity towards God, perseverance in the path of the Lord, as well to be prepared for that decisive moment, to have that encounter with God, that moment I refer to death, a man or a woman, when the end arrives, their life. So the question is, when that decisive a moment arrives, when death arrives, this man or woman, how are they? How do they stand before the Lord? Have they prepared their entire life for that new encounter after death? to come face to face with the Lord. This is why we, we need, we need to know, to have that certainty. How should those moments be? This is why we are analyzing these parables, learning that during our life, we need to be prepared for that encounter with God. That encounter, as I said before, is death. So therefore, in this parable of the virgins, it is similar to something that the Lord was teaching to the people, how they should be prepared. And it says in verse 1, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins, who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Here, it speaks in this story, in manners and customs, in the antiquity of the people of Israel, the virgins, before the marriage, before the wedding, they had the custom. And with these customs, they did many rituals, you could say. And they took lamps in the evening to go and receive this bridegroom. But it was rituals that they did. As today, for example, 
you may say the women usually before they get married they have a bridal shower so there is a series of requirements or rituals customs that are done as well in the people of israel they had these certain rituals before the wedding here the lord took this custom or tradition these rituals that they had he took them to give a teaching to teach the people that they should be prepared in all moments so that when death came they could receive god or at least that be with this person man or woman and that the lord would place them in a specific place and that this person would not die condemned this is what the lord jesus wanted and what he was going to teach he took this example of the virgins and it says that these virgins it says there were 10 virgins who took their lamps five of them it says in verse 2 were wise and five were foolish when it says that five were wise it refers to five women who were prepared organized they were persons who were intelligent they thought and analyzed for things to go well they were attentive of things for there not to be any mistakes but there were as well five whom were foolish they were not cautious they were not attentive of things were going well they were not taking things seriously this is why it says they were foolish and the five were wise they were intelligent the other five in verse three those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them because without being prepared did not allow them to look ahead and think that they needed to have extra oil meaning to have the lamp with oil but you needed to take extra oil just in case what if the oil runs out they did not think of these things they were too confident this is why it says they were the foolish to be too confident and this happens to the people they are too confident as i have heard many men and women who say i am too young to be in church searching for god i am too young to be given over to the lord to remove myself from things that bring pleasure and you need to enjoy the world and its pleasures so my youth i'm it doesn't allow me i'm gonna first enjoy the world and then maybe when i'm around 40 or 50 or 60 then there i will go to church and i'll be dedicated and i'll turn away from the pleasures then there i'll look for god this is what those who are foolish say that is these virgins whom were foolish while those that were wise it is comparable to the men and women who say they do not know how long they will live there are those who die young there are those whom die at 20 30 40 but these persons who are wise say i'm going to search for god and i will try to do the will of god i will look for the doctrine the path i will worship the lord praise the lord i want to be with god i want to live with him i want to please him 
because I do not know in the moment in which my death may arrive. I don't know what age I may die, and I want to die with God. I want for the Lord to be pleased with me so that the day when death comes, he may receive me in his glory. This speaks someone who is wise and intelligent, prudent. Now in verse 5, Verse 4, but the wise took oil in their vessels. They did take replacement oil with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. When it says that the bridegroom was delayed and they all fell asleep, it is so similar to our life. As people, days pass, years pass, sometimes the Lord speaks and makes us promises. And we think that promise, we want it to be next week. We want it to be fulfilled next month. But sometimes years pass and the promises are not yet fulfilled. People lose their patience. These men and these women lose their patience. And they say, oh no, the Lord forgot me and he forgot the promise. He's not going to fulfill his promise. So they lose hope. They are disappointed. They become lazy. They no longer know what to look for the Lord. They're lazy to pray. They don't want to open the Bible. They don't even want to go to church anymore. They engage in total spiritually negligent. And this is very similar to what it says. Since the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And it says that at midnight, a cry was heard. Here comes the bridegroom. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. So what happens? That they realized that that too much time had passed, that the bridegroom was delayed and they didn't have enough oil. So they asked from the wise to give them of their extra oil. But the wise answered, saying, No, least there should not be enough for us and you. Go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. But while they went to buy, to buy the oil, the bridegroom came. And those whom were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. How sad. Those whom were prepared, these wise virgins, those who had enough oil, the bridegroom arrived. He arrived surprisingly, and they were able to enter into the weddings. This with the people whom are wise and intelligent, faithful, who persevere in the path of the Lord whom never tire, those whom never turn back or go backwards looking side to side, those who never look or observe others' testimony, whether it's good or bad, but each person walking forward in their path, faithful, completely, persevering, looking for God and pleasing the Lord every day. And look at surprise, Death arrived, the end arrived, and they died in the arms of the Lord. They died worshiping God, praying to the Lord, prophesying, working for the Lord. This is how beautiful, this is what is glorious. 
This is what the Lord wanted to teach the people here, to look for God, to never worry about the time, for time passes and people tire. They say, I've been, oh, 10 years in the church. I'm going to turn back. I've been 15 years. He has not fulfilled for me. I'm going to turn away. And this is what we see. So the people lose the blessings of God. And this does not please the Lord because what he wants is persons faithful, true, and perseverant. So in this moment, the door was shut. 11. Afterward, the other versions came also, those who were foolish, when they saw the door was shut, they said, Lord, Lord, open to us, open. But the Lord answers inside, it says, surely I say to you, I do not know you. I do not know you. How sad that after being a time, men and women, being in the church, enjoying the blessings of God, enjoying the spiritual gifts, enjoying the promises of the Lord, singing, praising, glorifying, searching for God. And because of our problems or situations, whatever it might be, people turn back and they lose their hope and they don't want to continue forward. They lose that enthusiasm and they turn back and they tire. And they are there. Everything is forgotten. All of which they have made the efforts for from the beginning. So the moments in their life arrive where once again they want to again return to look for God. As those that say, I'm too young. I want to enjoy the world and his pleasures. So when I'm 50, then I'll go to church. But then they cannot do it. Because when they were going to be 50 or 60 to go to church to search for God, because they had already enjoyed the pleasures of the world, death came, surprised them, and they did not have the opportunity of being able to ask for forgiveness or searching for God or pleasing or giving or bearing fruits. And the Lord casted them out. It, it is too late. Death came and this person died condemned. So the Lord Jesus Christ in this parable is teaching all to be faithful, to continue steadfast in the path of the Lord without turning back. In 13 reads, watch therefore, for you neither know the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. But we would say, watch because we do not know neither the day or the hour in which death may surprise us. So we will have to be there before the Lord. But for he to judge us for condemning, to be condemned? No, but for eternal life and to bear fruits of repentance, fruits of souls won for the Lord, of having done many beautiful things in our life of having waited in the time. This is what the Lord is teaching here with this parable of the virgins. And he invites us that we be steadfast, that we continue forward, that we read the Bible, that we learn the doctrine, that we learn the path of God, that we not forget 
of the mercy of God, of his promises, of all that he has done for us, of all that he shall do for us, and that we be faithful and that we continue forward. As well, the invitation for those persons whom do not congregate in the church, that they read the Bible as well, and that they be faithful and believe in God, search for God with faithfulness until the day of your death. And you shall see how God will be blessing each one, blessing not only in this life, but in every aspect. The Lord gives blessings, but as well he shall bless after death. Those are the promises of our Lord. So we thank our Lord for this reflection of this is word. Let us pray to our Lord and let us ask our Lord for the needs, petitions, and for all of the illnesses. Let us pray. Blessed Lord, all-powerful God, Heavenly Father, Eternal Lord, we thank you, O Lord, for having given us this opportunity of knowing your path. Thank you, Lord, because you gave us the opportunity to find the Bible, to read it, and there we have found that you exist, that you are a living God, that you manifest of power, because this we learn of the Bible, because you edify this marvelous book. And every man and woman that has read the Bible with their heart and with sincerity, they have found in you peace, joy, jubilance. So I ask, my Lord, that those persons whom listen, whom have not had the opportunity to read the Bible, to go to church, that you extend your hand and blessings, deliver them, cleanse them that you convince them, that you give them dreams and visions so they may understand and comprehend your path and receive your blessings. And now, my Lord, I ask, O oh Father, that you extend your hand of power and let it be you healing, cleansing, and delivering and removing all illness, all pains and sufferings, all incurable disease, all illness from head all the way to their toes in every person, everyone who have an illness, any disease that you cleanse, that you deliver, O Lord. Let it be you doing miracles, removing curses and spells, removing all witchcraft from the enemy. Remove, O Lord, all wickedness. Deliver and help each person as well in the material blessings, asking, O Lord, that you grant their needs, that they never lack food, that they not lack a place to live or clothing. Give them joy, jubilance, understanding in their households. Remove conflicts, remove sadness, bitterness, remove depressions that some are suffering. Remove misunderstandings in the family between spouses, Remove, O oh Lord, destroy this work of the enemy, giving peace, happiness, joys. Thank you, my Lord, for listening to our prayer. We worship you, Lord. We give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In the glorious name of Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, amen. Glory and honor to you, O oh Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Let us sing to the Lord, Chorus 37, this title, All Kingdom Seekers. Testifiquemos que solo hay gozo, que solo hay paz y salvación en nuestras almas. Y lucharemos, 
y venceremos. Cristo nos guía con victoria en la batalla. Sonará la trompeta en Sion. Sonará, sí sonará. Sonará la trompeta en Sion. Sonará, sí sonará. Testifiquemos que solo hay gozo que solo hay paz y salvación en nuestras almas y lucharemos y venceremos Cristo nos guía con victoria en la batalla sonará la trompeta en Sion sonará si sí sonará Sonará la trompeta en Sion, sonará si sonará. Glory be to our Lord. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. Receive many blessings from the Lord. Until the next time. Thank you.